Jason Lee Podcast. All right, welcome back to an all-new episode of the Jason Lee Podcast. Yeah, this was... Yes. They're clapping just... That's why we have the automation, because sometimes friends be haters too. All right, well, anyway, listen, welcome back to an all-new episode of the Jason Lee Podcast. As you know, we have a lot brewing over here at the Jason Lee Experience. The Daily Drop is finally... Come to an end, and this is where you play the end of the road music. Shout out to all of you who showed up to us uh, and to the show every day over there, Monday through Friday. Shout out to DJ Damage, and shout out to the Gag Nation. Loyal, 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 loyal fans. We appreciate you. We're a family. I hate the word fans. We're a family. Uh, I also want to say thank you to everybody showing up for the Krishan Rock interview. We are breaking all new numbers, and I want to say shout out to uh, Krishan, who's uh, the fastest, most watched interview in history over here at Hollywood Unlocked and the Jason Lee Show. We've had many, many interviews. We've interviewed politicians, we've interviewed big stars. Krishan hit over a million uh, viewers in less than 16 hours. I mean, did you see the activity uh, the other day when it went live? I was trying to keep up with the comments and I could not. Like, Krishan Rock fans come deep. Yeah, I mean, I actually tried to log in and watch, and I did watch, but I was trying to chat, but it was moving so fast that I, I couldn't see what I said to remember what I told you, so you couldn't see what I said. But I did see that a lot of you were watching and sharing, and I'm just so happy that Krishan is getting the love that she deserves. Mm -hmm. We've shown lots of support uh, to her over the last year that she's been here. As you know, she was one of our first interviews with Blueface back when we launched season one, when the show was at Revolt. And so to be able to launch uh, our own show on our own platform and watch the numbers just continue to rise. You know, a lot of you are asking me, do I like Blueface or Krishan or do I like Blueface and Jane or do I like Krishan? I like them all. We are not married to any one of those individuals. I mean, both interviews were great for different reasons. And I know the fan bases are making it a competition. And we welcome that because we get paid more money when y'all watch. But uh, I liked Krishan's interview because I feel like she was raw and real and transparent. She was sober, by the way, drinking water the entire time. And then we were able to see the baby. And then Jaden and Blueface, we were able to meet Jaden for the first time. Let her tell her story, be able to watch their relationship and their dynamic. We got more out of Blue when he was here with her. And um, just to be able to see them together was great. And I love the Barbie song. And I also feel like I'm a vibe all the time. So to the fan bases, leave us out the group chat when it comes to who we like better because we like them both. And we'll continue to support them both. And we'll continue to interview them both. They are always welcome here because the numbers don't lie. Mm -hmm. um, and shout out to their fans. I really love watching the fans show up and support their favorite star. And I know that you guys, you know, saw what Krishan has gone through as a single mom and as a mom who's struggling or has been perceivably struggling, um, you know, right out the gate with this new kid and being there and supporting her because I'm sure she appreciates that. And shout out to you, Krishan, for showing me lots of love because I keep hearing that you're, you're shouting me out and saying good things. And I do feel like we have a special bond with uh, Krishan and with Blue and Jaden and a baby and Carlissa. Lots more interviews on the way. Can't wait to surprise you over here at the Jason Lee Show. But I also want to take a moment to shout out my team. Rob is not here, but Marina, let's give Marina, let's give Marina a applause. Because you. you're also producing all the shows. Mm -hmm. uh, has it been exciting, educational, scary, all of it? What? All of the above. And it's stressful because we are a teeny tiny team. But watching the interviews on show days is like giving birth 
after like nine months of hard labor, you just like watch all the shows come to life. So it's and cute. It's actually seven days of hard labor <laughs> because if the that. editing process, the clipping, and shout out to all of you taking our clips. You're not even just taking our clips. You're taking our show and you're spreading them all over social media. Um, I'm not big on TikTok, but every time I get a call from Marina, she's like, do you see what's happening on TikTok? You're everywhere. You blanking. And no, I don't see it because I don't log into TikTok. I do hear when I'm going viral. And I did hear that we are going viral again because of the interview. But, you know, shout out to the fans. Keep sharing our content. We love it. We love it. But for all of you sharing on TikTok, I'm getting ready to set up my monetization because I want all that money, too. Um, and uh, but Rob is not here. Rob is in Miami. As you know, we're launching something that I'm happy to share with you today. Let me find the right thing here. Healthcare Unlocked. Right now, you can go to hollywoodunlocked.com slash healthcare, and you're looking at the site right now because this is actually an initiative that we um, are launching or have launched over here at Hollywood Unlocked, and it's an initiative set to uh, help people all over the country who are low-income families or low-income households who don't have access to healthcare to be able to get the access that they want and need. Those of you that have been watching me in my healthcare journey, my sexual wellness journey, my mental health journey through therapy, you've seen it all unfold over the last three years, and you've seen me literally transition into a whole different person. Well, this year at the Hollywood Unlock Impact Awards, our third annual uh, Hollywood Unlock Impact Awards, we had a sponsor named Matt uh, Herman. And Matt is the owner of a company called Enhance Health. If you didn't see it on my social media, take a look at this clip of when he got up and spoke at the award show. And when you look at Jason's foundation, the reason why when they gave me that phone call and the reason that made us partner together on this event here tonight was we have the same message. There's so many individuals that don't realize that they have mental health problems, diabetes, heart problems, cancer, stroke and don't realize that they can get health insurance for free. And that's what our company does. We get you insurance for free. We give you the knowledge, the individual, and the say-so to get everybody healthy, no matter if you're black, white, Spanish, Chinese, or other, we're gonna help you out and make sure that you got the right education. And that's why we also partner with extraordinary individuals. Uh, there's a gentleman in this room that we also just partnered with and I was blown away when he brought several hundred individuals to his fight, children for free that are underprivileged because we speak the same language and the same message. I'd like to thank uh, him individually as Floyd Mayweather as well. Matt not only came in as a sponsor, but when I learned more about what he was doing, being able to make uh, affordable healthcare accessible to all of the people that look like me, it took me back to my days when I worked in the union as a healthcare leader for 11 years, knowing the importance of healthcare, knowing the importance of access to prevent it, uh, to healthcare in order to have preventative care instead of managed care, right? Being able to prevent things from happening in the world we live in now with a national or global pandemic, all types of other things stressing us out every day. I wanna make sure that my people get or stay or get and stay healthy. And so we partnered with them to launch this initiative to make healthcare cool, which is our moniker. And uh, it's really about getting access to all of you who need healthcare. And so here's the information that uh, you need in order to start calling and getting signed up today. And we're gonna make this fun, we're gonna make this interactive, and we're also gonna be bring on, bringing on a lot of other people that you know to help us move this initiative. And I wanna send a special shout out to Matt because Matt is doing a lot for our community and a lot for uh, those of us who are entrepreneurs to be able to access information on how to actually share his uh, information and resources to our audiences. So shout out to him. And there's more to come on that. So stay locked in. And so 
it's only right that I give Matt his flowers because that's what we do at <laughs> Matt, them flowers is for you. All right, now it's time to get into what we're all here for, and that's the tea with Jason Lee. All right, I don't even want to start to show off with this kind of mess, but you already know. Two things I don't like, vagina and old vagina. <laughs> this is the couple. She went to Columbia to get them teeth. I don't care what nobody said. I don't know. She's cute, though. I, I will give it to her. She's cute. They're both good looking. Mm -hmm. Definitely Photoshopped. Them photos mm -hmm. have been smoothed over mm -hmm. better than OJ's criminal record. Joe and Keisha have been together for almost 13 years and married for the last five years. Now, Keisha says that Joe knew she was a former adult star when they got married. However, he claims that when they tie the knot, her making money off of her own body was supposed to stop. That porn, the way that she used to make it in the day, back in the days, was supposed to stop. Now, we all know that how you meet someone is how you lose them. At least that's what they say. And if you met her as a porn star, you might be losing her as one. Because she needed some extra cash and decided that she was going to go cash out on OnlyFans. Now, you know I'm going to hit her with this. Where's it at? Uh, da, 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 da. Where's it at? But Joe wasn't trying to hear nothing that she had to say about it, especially since she never ran it past him first. Now, this was the part that frustrated me because I was scrolling on X, formerly known as Twitter, looking for comments about my interview with Krishan. And I ran across this clip and this clip sent me for so many reasons and i hope it sends you take a look it's stupid bro i can't believe i'm sitting here just finding out you got an only fans page out of all these years you the disrespect that comes with it that you couldn't even talk to me before you did it that's bullshit bro that's fucked up Keith. i'm telling you bro, that's fucked up wait wait no 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 calm but you're not gonna say fuck me or that's fucked up it's not what fucked fuck up recording me what the fuck you doing <sighs> listen it's not fucked up and we're going to okay look so i have an only fans page and he's mad because he's just now finding out about it of course i'm mad i'm just finding but out about it i'm not doing it with anybody but myself so why should i have to tell it you my choice my body my body my fucking choice joe i've been talking to you about mad things i've been asking for solutions to shit you're not giving me none so i created one that's no solution not in my book you knew, you knew who the fuck I was when you met me. Before, 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 before yeah, before, yeah, I and knew I that. thought that I would never have to go Man, back to anything like this again. But unfortunately, no, no, no. that's not the case right that, now. Because after that, after that, everything's supposed to change. Everything did change. No, 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 no. Obviously, everything. it hasn't. No, it had to. I had obviously to do it something. Hasn't. You stood out there showing your body. You stood out there doing stuff like this on camera. You act like that's the only thing that I do. I have mad jobs, but they're not facilitating everything that needs to be done. So I got something extra. Only fans be breaking me off. What the Man, fuck? Come on, Keisha, with that. It, it don't matter what they breaking you off. It's the disrespect that comes with it. What you disrespect? Even, you couldn't come and talk to me about it. Okay, well, we're talking about it now. Because I had so. to find out on the fly. All right, then. But now, okay. No, so, wait. I had to find out on the fly. So now you know. <laughs> yeah, now I know. I'll tell you the reason. Because to me, that looks like the Tubi version of Blueface and Krishan. 
<laughs> that literally looks like a Tubi production of Blueface and Krishan. This woman, what's her name? Keisha. 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 You see the virality of Blueface and Krishan, and you knew making this video that it would go viral and that we'd be talking about you here because I've never seen you or him. By the way, doesn't he look like a 2B version of Chad Ochocinco? <laughs> Don't they look like Chad and Evelyn? Oh, my God. That looks like, like your grandparent <laughs> version of <laughs> That's so wrong. Evelyn and Chad. <laughs> Before Chad punched Evelyn in the face. Oh. <laughs> Bitch, you tried it. I did. Well, since going viral and causing a whole debate online, a tearful, a tearful Keisha spoke with TMZ and aired it all out. Now, mind you, Keisha, who just did the Tubi version of Krishan and Blueface in fighting the scripted fight out, in my opinion, I'm just going to say. Allegedly. And that it was. It was all a lie. Spoke to TMZ about her OnlyFans page. It don't get no bigger than that. Watch. I guess the first question is, where's Joe? He's pretty pissed off with me, so he's been, um, I think he's at his sister's house. He's not talking to me right now. Keisha, how long have you had the page? Um, I've had the page for at least over a year. It's on my Instagram and my LinkedIn, but that's what happens when you don't pay attention to your wife, period. He has a friend that he's been entertaining, and she decided that, you know, she wants to really put a wrench a bigger, you know, wedge in our relationship. So she went digging around my page and was like, oh, do you know that she has this? And I blew it from that. I mean, it's no secret, Joe's financial issues, you know? Mm -hmm. And I have always made a good life for myself. Before I met Joe, I was living overseas in Europe and I had established myself as a singer, you know? And I came back here, you know, thinking that with his, persona and who he was once we got together and I found out who he was that it would only take off you know other things but you know not everybody's hustle and drive are the same and depression is a serious thing also so you know I've been just like you know supporting and dealing and going through his trials and tribulations with him I've started several businesses I just figured out like figure out I have a home in Cape Verde I'm trying not to lose and a, and a roof over here we're trying to maintain that we almost got kicked out of. So I just kicked in the drive and did what I had to do. He won't do it, so I had to. And I'm sorry, you knew I was an adult video star when you met me. So if my survival, if I would do anything for my own survival then, what makes you think that would change now? When I retired from the adult industry, I promised myself if I don't sing, I don't eat. So when, you know, my music, the career wasn't popping here when I left Germany and I stayed here for him. I figured I would, you know, start a business. I started a puppy friend social club business, the dog sitting business. And then COVID happened and that screwed everything up. I have a, a moving company, you know, that he actually works for me. Like he works for my moving company. I'm tired of being the one to figure shit out. I figured it out the best way I know that can maximize the money that needs to come in because I'm tired of living like minimal, you know? It's not, it's not fair. And I don't understand how you could have had such a maximized life and be so content. This is ridiculous.
But we've been together for almost 13 years, though. We've been together since 2012, like after his retirement. And it really wasn't a retirement that he wanted. It was a forced retirement because he just got locked out after the lockout in the 2011 lockout. You guys remember, right. you know, he just never got a new job. Nobody wanted him anymore. There was a depression and I've been going, you know, dealing with all of this stuff. I'm not sorry for what I'm doing. I'm just sorry that he can't understand that it's not that wasn't a selfish um, decision. It was a decision that I made. I made an executive decision when my man wasn't taking the lead. I really love Joe. I just, I love him. Like if he never speaks to me again, I still will do things to help him or whatever I can because he's my family. You know, he's like an intricate part of my life and I just want the best for us. I wish he wanted that also. That's really where I'm at. You know, I wish that he wanted the best for us because he's not really wanting the best for himself. So I can't expect him to do for him what he for me, what he can't do for himself, I guess. And that's why I just did what I had to do. Unless something else happens that, you know, changes that. No, I'm going to continue my only fans. I don't want to be alone, but if that's what it has to be, that's what it has to be. But um, I don't think we'll have a divorce. I don't think so. I think he'll I think he'll. He'll come around. It was all a lie. Your music career, I told y'all that she thought she was Krishan. Nobody's buying your records, ma'am. And nobody's subscribing to your OnlyFans because if you got away with having an OnlyFans for over a year and your husband didn't find out, that means that thing is dried up like the Sahara and ain't nobody coming there. So I don't want to hear nothing about swimming in your wet wet because even if you have those things that you put around your arms so you don't drown, you ain't going to need them. You can jump in head first. You're going to get a concussion because you're going to hit a drywall. I don't believe anything you said. That was a press release you read. That was not a conversation. And the way you threw your husband under the bus so many times, if this man don't leave you for being stupid, then he's stupid and deserves it all. And you you put him down throughout the whole thing. You basically said like he's not worthy because he doesn't have a job. Then you cry. I mean, it's the bipolarism of it all. And I'm shout out to the bipolar community. I'm not trying to attack you. I'm just trying to identify a mental health crisis going on right here in the studio. Because that whole speech you just gave, which we will never play again because it was so long winded that you could have took three naps and we would have still been okay with you, right? Mm -hmm. What do you think? I mean, you you... You allegedly, I'm going to just say allegedly through this. Allegedly. You allegedly create a page behind your husband's back. He, allegedly. He allegedly ain't taking care of you. Allegedly. You allegedly a singer that ain't nobody at all trying to hear. Allegedly. You allegedly have multiple businesses that are failing, and then you allegedly, allegedly. launched this page without even having a conversation. You did so out of desperation, and now what you're doing is all this press so that we will all go to look at your page. There's nobody online, at least that I know, in my Rolodex, and I have like 17, 18,000 phone numbers in this phone, not one person wants to go over there and see your labia or whatever hairy titty nipples you're putting on the internet. I'm sorry, we don't want it. Return to sender. What you think? This is no shade to this woman. I never heard of her before, but you cannot turn a hyena into a house cat. You don't think so? You don't think you can start with somebody? I mean, let me back up, cause there were there was a time in my life where I was a hyena. I'm better now. Uh, my my, what did what what did um the girl say? What's the girl name? Uh, Drea. She said her wholeness was deleted. Mm -hmm. Mine wasn't deleted. It was just filed away. 
But it's, but it's, you know, I, I'm a better person now. You don't think people could change? I think people could change. I think people could change, but to her, the only thing that I have in her defense is that he knew what she was about before he met her. But I do feel like marriage changes things. Yeah. Like, you have to become a house cat in a way if you're trying or to be Or you have wife. to have a conversation with your man. Yeah. You know, you don't, when you, this is the whole thing I've been talking about to the person that I'm talking to now. Everything is possible with communication and the things mm -hmm. that are impossible, you will discover through communication. But without communication, when communication is absent, you are setting yourself up for failure. Now, I don't know where are you making this content for a year and he don't see. This is why I think it's all cap. I think it's all cap because you've been making content for a year, allegedly, and your husband don't know. One, he never saw it. Two, nobody. It's in your link. You put a OnlyFans link in your LinkedIn. <laughs> That Were you what? looking for a healthcare worker to find you? Nobody goes on LinkedIn to promote OnlyFans. You, I think it's all a lie. And if you go back and listen to that clip, which we're not going to play again, when 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 Harvey asked her how long you've been doing, she's like, uh, 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 it was a little bit of stuttering because she was trying to figure this shit out on the fly. And I'm going to tell you another thing. Let me tell you when you know somebody's lying. And those of you that have been in relationships with either Capricorns or Geminis, you know this is true. <laughs> Facts. And I'm gonna throw Sagittarius's under there too, because I there was one I used to want to talk to, but now he's hanging out with one of my former friends. When a person starts rambling on with explanations, they're lying. Because I mean, why would you just keep talking? You take a break. Mm -hmm. I think she was lying. Her the, I'm sorry. Also, the weirdest thing when I was watching this is like, why is she recording this? She had all the time to record her OnlyFans, so I guess she wanted to record herself. But that's weird as hell. Not really. Don't we say the same thing when Blueface and Krishan start filming? It's, the, mean, new marketing it's the new marketing tactics. Like y'all, but there's only one Blueface and one Krishan. Big Krishan at that. Bye. I cannot believe that I'm getting ready to speak on Mother Beyonce. Beyonce's a bitch. You tried it backstage. I'm not gonna call Beyonce a bitch. You will never have a video of me calling Beyonce a bitch. Are you crazy? Now we all love Beyonce, and we definitely know that she's the greatest entertainer of all time. You can argue in the comments about Michael Jackson, Prince. Beyonce is the greatest entertainer of all time. But according to her mama, Tina Lawson, um. No, that's Tina Knowles. Actually, she divorced all the men, mm -hmm. so she just got to be Tina. Her mother, mm -hmm. Tina, who's a savage, said that Beyonce is not only a savage backstage, but she's a bitch. Now, let me show you a photo of mother and her mother. This is Mama Knowles, or this is Mama Tina, and this is mother Beyonce. Damn, Beyonce was thick. She was mm -hmm. a good thing. Well, recently, uh, Mama Knowles, Mama Tina, was on the Sherry Shepard show, and Tina says she's glad that she's no longer working backstage to help her daughter at shows because she's a real, she could be a B. Now, let me play you the audio of what she said on the show. No, no, what, what, is, what is she doing? You know, we, we laughed about this recently because I was saying, girl, you get really mean back there. <laughs> I am really happy that I don't have to be back there anymore because I used to do the quick change uh -huh. and she would just be, it, we, we laughed because she used to do um, flaws and all and she would say, I'm a... Okay. In the morning, and I'll be like, in the evening, too. <laughs> when that concert going. 
And then she, after we get off, she'll say, Mama, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I know. And sometimes she'd be crying. I was like, she crying because she knows she just said some crazy <laughs> stuff to us. But that's the heat of the moment yeah, because you're trying to get your shoes on and everybody's waiting. And, you know, if somebody is messing up or they lose the shoes, then you, you mess it. up the whole show. Well, listen, it's so crazy. My friend and I were just hanging out and he said to me, because we ran into Beyonce stylist who did the tour and we were all at a party and they came over to my table and we were sitting there talking and my friend said, you know, Beyonce is a bitch behind the scenes. And he and I got in this big argument where I was like, don't you ever disrespect Beyonce. You foul for saying that. You don't know what's going on in the industry. You think you know everything. And he's in the industry, but you know, he's in another part of the industry. He ain't in it like we in it because we think we know everything. She's a bitch. She's, she's nasty back. She's nasty to the fashion people is what he said. I'm like, no. And then Tina said this jokingly. Let me tell you this. If you've ever been to a Beyonce show, it's a whole arena, a stadium. 80, 90,000 people chanting. There's graphics. When that show starts, it's time to the second. Cameras, fans, smoke. Little Blue Ivy got to come out the ground like the next rising. You know what I mean? You got all this theatrics going on. She's changing multiple times during the show. And when you're doing a quick change, there's actually people right there in the quick change booth with all your outfits that you got to slip into. If you look at her outfits, which there were several, she had fashion on fashion on fashion on fashion. And you think to tell me that if she lost a shoe and was late and couldn't come out, we wouldn't be out there cussing her out and demanding a refund? Of course we would. Not. Because it's mother. You don't request her mother's bank account goes one way. She sucks all our money in and she gives it all to Blue Surrey and, and uh, the other kid. Well, when I think about it, the pressure of being perfected. I have to tell you, I've cussed everybody out over here. Have I cussed you out yet? No. Not as bad as I've seen them. I've cussed a lot of people out. And sometimes it gets a little rough. But that's just the passion. It doesn't mean I don't like you. I don't cry after like Beyonce because I told you there's a moat around my eye from fillers and Botox. But I do feel emotional like, damn. But my team has grown to learn that I am not perfect. And neither is Beyonce. Even though I would say she's perfect. Um, doesn't change my opinion about her. Uh, I'm sure her team still loves her. I'm, I'm sure they're all glad to be off tour. But I think that when you're in entertainment and the pressure's on... Because we all feel it. She feels it in her role. Johnny feels it in his role. I feel it all the time. There's a lot of pressure. And with that, sometimes it does get a little tense. Doesn't mean there's a license to just be a terrorist. I don't see Beyonce as a terrorist. But, I mean, I, where, where the fuck my shoe at, bitch? I mean, she don't say bitch. I don't see Beyonce saying bitch. But she's probably like, where the fuck is my shoe? Mother, she probably don't say motherfucker. I don't see Beyonce saying motherfucker. Do you? I hear her cussing. Yeah? Yeah. She cusses in her songs. But that's why I feel like the energy behind the stage is Sasha Fierce. It's not really Beyonce. No, she's Sasha Fierce up. gone. This, Sasha, this is not Sasha Fierce era. All the beehive right now is in the comments. This ain't Sa Sasha Fierce. That era is But gone. that's still her alter ego now of like. This, nah, she said now. You didn't see the the um, where she did her ad, her uh, promo for her tour, for this tour, for the thing that's going to go in the movies. Mm -hmm. She said she stepped into a whole new realm. She's iconic. Mm. At this point, she stepped into Sasha She's Fierce. Godly. Sasha Fierce is helping Fair find the luggage. <laughs> Sasha Fierce is not there, you know. Uh, but Beyonce, listen, we love everything you do for all of us. Your contribution to the culture, to music. Like, can you imagine without Beyonce, without a Rihanna right now, who would we have musically? Who would we have? I mean, we have. 
The weekend who's doing his thing. Adele. This level. I mean, Adele's Adele. Adele's doing, she's doing shows in Vegas. This girl's shutting down stadiums yeah, all over the world. I mean, Adele one. is Adele, though. But even mm. Adele, what I love mm. about Adele, besides being an amazing icon, too, in her own right, um, is she pays homage to Beyonce. Mm. And so does Taylor Everybody Swift. Does. They all do. Yep. I feel like no celebs act like little fan, like fangirls. With Beyonce. Other, yeah. Like, no one else can do that but her. I love, what I did so. love a lot about this tour, though, besides the fact that it was gay as hell, shout out to my friend Super Nerd. He was the gayest thing ever with all his sparkly outfits, was just to see how many celebrities were able to go out mm -hmm. and be regular with all of us, too. Uh, spending all that money that we spent to go and watch Mother do her thing. Um, I Beyonce does no wrong in my eyes, so Tina, I don't know what you're talking about. By the way, I saw Tina this weekend. Where? Brunch. She goes to the same brunch place I went to. And when I sat down, my friend was sitting with me, and there were all these older men and women, like, you know, senior, you know, uh -huh. seniors, like grandparents sitting around this table. And my friend goes, Look, that's money. They money over there. Money. I said, them folks saved up to go to one brunch. And then he goes, and I looked and mama, mama. Was Tina, she on a date? She was by herself. Ooh. She was by herself. But, but she I Mama love Tina, that. I know you're gonna be mad for me saying this, but you definitely look richer than all your friends. She looked, she had her hair. You know her hair is like ombre, so it's like mm -hmm. brown. She had her hair all swooped to one side. She had this nice, rich looking. It looked like a Chanel jacket. I don't know what that was. She had her shades on. Mama Tina rolled in looking like money, and she walked in by herself. That's the other thing I like. You will run into Mama Tina at Trader Joe's mm -hmm. right here in Hollywood. She stays outside by herself. Mm -hmm. She went to the Essence Black Women in Hollywood. She was getting her car by herself. And the valet was messing with her car and they it was delayed. She kept asking, like, what's taking and everybody around was like, You better get that ticket. But anyway, shout out to Mama Knowles. She probably would have cussed them out too, because you know that's where she got it from. Duh. From her Almost, mom. Yeah. From Tina. Prayer. Damn, Beyonce, you're so pretty. Bye. Is anybody gonna buy that color perfume though? Mm -mm. Beyonce got perfume coming out. I don't see nobody buying that. I'm good. I want to see what it smells like. You want to at least smell it, cause you might like Maybe it. Maybe on them little papers, you know, on the mall when they give it to you. But Kaylin told me I need to invest in Rihanna's perfume. Oh, and yeah, Alexis too. Yeah. Rihanna don't need no investment from you. No, but we want to support. But you mean buy really. it? Yeah. Oh, I, you yeah, said yeah, yeah. you invest me like no, you want to own. Oh no, like invest because it's not a cheap oh. perfume either. It's Is not. it? It's not. Oh, her perfume. Mm -hmm. I haven't. Do you have her perfume? Okay. Let me tell you why I don't have Rihanna's perfume. Cause she lied and ain't sent it to me yet, girl. You know my address because you sent me flowers. Send me the damn perfume. Uh uh. Don't. She sent you shoes. She sent me shoes, but I let me walk to the mailbox and get the damn perfume. <laughs> Send that too. She actually said she told me she has one bottle left. There was only one bottle left, and she had them pull it for me. But then she didn't send it to me. Mm. And she's had two kids since then. Oh, um, Rihanna, stop playing with me. Now you know what I will say. When you get up on Rihanna, have you have you met her yet? She smells so. Good. That's what I heard. Have you met her? Where'd you meet her at? She Does she smell like the perfume? She she oh. smell that girl was somewhere in a hut with a make with a perfume a maker with a big mole right here. <laughs> like a witch's cauldron. Because I'm telling you, because you know what's crazy is when she launched that she was having a perfume, the way she did it was she re she released a video of all these celebrities and public figures, and she put me in there, by the way. She made them put me in there, saying how she smelled so good. 
over all the years. So she had, mm. so like, it, that's why she's just brilliant. But when I smelled her the first time we met, it stayed on my clothes. I've told the story before. It stayed on my clothes. And and so it just naturally, made, that's why I think her makeup and her, her perfume hit so hard because it organically is really her. Mm-hmm. It's the fabric of who she is. Mm-hmm. That girl smells good. And then the perfume that she has now, when I smelled it, it smells almost identical as how she smells when you smell her. Yeah. That was my question because I never smelled her. Yeah, she smells well. She smells great. Look, but is it like a manly musk? Is it floral? Like, what's the no, scent? No, it's I can't describe. It's Rihanna. Mm. Period. <laughs> All right. Um, speaking of scents, I smell drama. <laughs> Academics and Saucy said, "Okay, you know what's so crazy? Not the side by side because I'm like y'all done made the y'all done turned a gay version of Academics. I thought this was something." It- Okay, academics. Academics. Now, before I even get into this, let me first start by saying that, Ak, Ak, you know, I was just on your show, so you told me I'd be giving it to people. So I'm going to have to be honest here in what I feel, but let me first say that I don't have an opinion necessarily around whether or not academics should have said anything about Karina, Karina, Karisha, (laughs) or any of the girls, because... That's what he does. He talks about everybody. He doesn't just talk about women. He talks about everybody. Well, I'm going to tell you who he's not talking about. He's not talking about the gays. He said LGBT, no way, motherfucker. I ain't in it. So DJ Academics is in the news, and we're going to talk about him today because him and Santana are into it. But DJ Academics has gotten into it with everybody. Now, he's been a target this past week after he came for Glorilla. He came for the City Girls, and then he even came for Saucy Santana. Now... For those of you that have been living under a rock and don't know what's happening, Academics inserted himself in the playful beef between Glorilla and Kai Sinai. Now, uh, Glorilla allegedly, I'll say allegedly, allegedly, blocked Kai. Kai went viral, talked about it, asked her to unblock him. She said, or she she went, she got drunk when I asked him to unblock, that she would unblock him. And then he said, no, you're not going to be unblocked. So they went back and forth. It was a cute little thing for the internet. We posted on Hollywood Unlocked. Again, it's something that None of us really care about. It was just a moment of celebrities and influencers having fun online. Well, things went further left after he claimed, after that, after he commented on that, he claimed that the City Girls lost their sauce and that they are over. City Girls were recently on The Breakfast Club, did a whole interview, and then he comments on his Twitch account and where he streams for lots and lots of people to see. He talked about it, and this is what he said. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I think the City Girls are completely over with. And they did the most pathetic interview I just seen recently. And we we need to hold some of these makeshift um, chameleon, non-talented, lazy, non-passionate people accountable. You see, the City Girls are the definition of people who have gotten to places in their career without ever really doing the work. Let me be very, very clear about that. The City Girls are a byproduct of good writers, good people that put image around them, people that branded them the City Girls. There's nothing the City Girls has actually ever really did for their fucking self. And that's the problem. Because there's always a bunch of people who are work, working so hard, they're talented, whatever. They, just, they don't get the break that they, they kind of want. And they either never make it or they'll never make it to those heights. But it's always frustrating to me when I see people like the city girls who clearly like i watched this interview and i realized 
These two should have never been hot to begin with. Ouch. And then Young Miami caught what he said, and she clapped back really quick with a tweet. And this is what she said. She said, if the city girls are over, why does a pussy nigga keep speaking on us to fuck pussy every interview? Well, Saucy Santana, who is right here. Everybody know who Saucy is. Saucy Santana is a rapper who's doing really well. He's one of the first, if not the first, overly feminine male rappers, gay rappers, to actually go mainstream. He performed with Madonna. I actually saw him at rehearsal with Madonna, and that's when I first started really paying attention to him because I was able to see him privately. And I didn't know if this was like, if Saucy was like some type of just show created by a label. He actually is a, like when I tell you his focus, intense focus in rehearsal with Madonna, an icon, hitting every beat, running it back to back to back, like his energy, his positivity, and his professionalism. I saw that privately, and that's why I said, you know, I'm going to pay attention to him. I've been watching him. Well, Saucy Santana, he is best friends with Carisha. Now, Carisha was here on the show, the Jason Lee show, and we talked about their relationship. Um, and if you forgot, take a look. My drink now, academics. Okay. Bati boy. <laughs> You know what? Bati boy. He was number two on the, our list that we were on. I feel like he deserved it. I ain't gonna lie though. Like, he got a big platform. He just used it for the wrong reasons. Like, I just don't. The, the, the problem that I have with him is like, he like to pick on females. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think that's cool. Like, you could be a but it's just like, must be don't get no. I don't know. It's weird. Well, Saucy caught wind of what academics had to say, and baby. Keep telling y'all stop arguing with the gays. This went in the way that academics did not predict. Take a look. All right, let's put the shit on the flow. Academics, you keep talking about what the fuck Carisha said to you, what the fuck, how Carisha put about you, is how she put about you. Me being her best friend, that don't have nothing to fucking do with me. In the hood, and in a lot of urban cultures, when you see boys that are acting feminine, that are being messy, that are being extra and doing fag shit, that's what you address them as. Even as me being a gay man, I don't move like a fag. And it's a lot of other gay boys that's feminine or whatever, but everybody don't move Move like fags you move like a fag and that's why bitches is always calling you that it don't have nothing to do with nobody else you always on the internet starting shit with bitches i wake up this morning you starting shit with glorilla a girl what the fuck is you bothering her for what the fuck is you doing interviews keep talking about young miami for you think nobody won't press you up and that's the motherfucking problem we was hoping to see you at the roots picnic but apparently it was the it was the wrong day you nobody don't ever know where you at but we all have public flyers and posters on our motherfucking page so Tuesday, Young Miami has a party in Miami. She having a Halloween party. Pull up on us. Pull up and come and, and come holler. And it's nothing for her to say to you. It's nothing for Young Miami to ever say to you because she a girl. You a man. You a nigga. And you on and you doing an interview talking about, oh, I was about to beef with Santana, but I had to, I had to ball, I had to bow down because I was gonna lose. So you mean to tell me you could publicly bully a bitch on the internet every motherfucking day, but you don't want to get in, you don't want to get into a spat or a combat or a physical altercation with a motherfucking gay boy. But you like to argue with bitches though. Stop playing with people. The bitches don't play on the internet. So Carisha got a party on Tuesday in Miami. And pull up. If you don't have to send it to her, come and address me. Come and address the niggas that's gonna be in the motherfucking room. Stop playing games on the internet and then you wondering why bitches calling you botsy boys and bags of punks because you're drama filled and you only fuck with bitches. You only arguing with bitches all motherfucking day. I'm a nigga, I don't even do that. I'm a gay boy and I don't even fuck with bitches all day. Bitch, I really like to slap the shit out of, out of niggas, bitch, since I was a kid. That's what the fuck I do since high school. I fought boys, I never fought bitches a day in my motherfucking life. When I saw that video, 
I immediately knew this was a no-win situation because what are you going to say to Saucy? Because the only thing that you straight men think about when you want to fight with us is faggot, homosexual, cocksucker, but we all take pride in that. <laughs> Remember, my beef with old girl all started around her calling me a cocksucker. And I've dragged that on for five years. Like... Calling me a cocksucker is like, it's like calling me the king of the internet. It's like one of my titles. It's one of my responsibilities. It's what I was put on this earth to do. Suck a cock. Hello. Well, what? Look, you learn a lot. Not put on the earth. That's what I was put on earth to do. And I do it well. Well, that's when I knew it was going to go left. I said, this is the moment it's going to go left. Because there's no way academics are going to respond to that. Because the thing that you straight men should do at that point, exit the chat. Just exit the chat. Don't say nothing else. Silence is powerful. You dismiss them by not even acknowledging it. But academics, it's just weren't strong enough. That Jamaican blood got to boiling. And baby, and I don't mean that in a gay way, baby. <laughs> You responded, and when I saw then when I saw this, I knew you were in for more than you could handle. Take a look. Fuck y'all and your fucking body man, best friend, because me ain't no body man thing. You's a body man, man. You know deal. Period. I can't even say what I really want to say, because you know I'm telling you, my heart was. I was born in Spanish Town Hospital in Jamaica, nigga. I grew up and I seen the worst things in my life. When I came over here, I had to be tolerant in a body boys like motherfucking. Saucy Santana, nigga like that would never, I swear, if he was in Jamaica, me, I swear he would never be able to speak like this to me without real repercussion. But of course, we in America, so everybody exists. So I got to smile and I got to laugh, and this is cool. But when you're talking about you looking for me, Bati boy, I mean, I'm Bati one thing. So when you're looking for me, just make sure you, you realize you just playing this internet game. Because if you really want to know where I'm at, nigga, 888, nigga, Newark Avenue, Jersey City, New Jersey, nigga, that's where my headquarters are. I've been saying this mad times. You show up there with any type of disrespect, any type of Batman vibes, and it's going to be a fucking movie. Even worse for you, because I'm telling you, I don't deal with Batman thing, dog. You as a person, you as an entity, the way you exist, the person you are, the spirit you are, nigga. Only thing I could ever do is pray for a nigga like you. But if you want to really try to get it in, I'm telling you where I'm at, nigga. Straight up, we can get it up. Don't want to do it. Don't tell me to come to your party. Fuck, Carisha. Diddy ain't finna say nothing to me. Fuck you, nigga. You pull up to where I'm at. I'm telling you where I'm at. Nigga, why, why am I walking around looking for a fucking Batiman? You come look for me if you got a problem. The address don't change. The timing don't change. You could communicate to me directly. But I bet you won't do that because what you think you finna come do there, it's not gonna happen there. I got a great ass, I got a great ass surprise of what, what, what the itinerary gonna be y'all show up there. I gave this address not only to, first of all, I don't even like giving it to a body money because you probably trying to come up there and suck everybody up, nigga. You gay, nigga, like the fuck we got to talk about? Well, your own, your own best friend don't respect you, nigga. You over here trying to talk about respect, nigga. Your best friend don't respect you. She's a hoe. Your whole best friend don't respect you. Like, come on, nigga. Like, boy, I don't care what your whole best friend don't respect you. And she's a side chick, nigga, getting piped out by like all type of niggas. Billionaire pissing on hers type shit. She don't respect you. Bati boy is a slur for gay people. 
I didn't know that academics was Jamaican. So Jamaicans, as we know, don't really fuck with the gay shit, right? They are not, they're known to, it's, I think it's illegal to be gay in Jamaica. I don't know if it's illegal, but Jamaicans, and I love Jamaican people, but as a culture, they don't fuck with the gay shit. Everybody knows that. They say, you gonna go to Jamaica? You better not go over there with the gay shit. Um, but your response was so wild. Now, I did DJ Academic show where he was saying I'm spicy, this and that. And yes, I am spicy. And there are times where it is called for. And in his opinion, this may have been one of those times where he had to go all the way there. He called Carisha a side chick. He called her a hoe. I don't think I've ever called. Maybe I have. I don't know. My new in therapy mind says that was a lot. Okay. Uh, and, but on the other hand, when you have somebody like him, who's like me, you stand on what you stand on, no matter what the consequences are. Even if you might get slapped in your mouth, academics, by a gay boy who's dating Saucy, like Zell, because this is what Zell said. Zell went to the comments and posted this, man, I'll slap the dog shit out this nigga. Now, I know Zell. I don't know Saucy, but I know Zell. Now, Saucy has been shot. I'm another gay that's been shot. You know, we've, 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 we've stood the test of times. So that Bati boy, been, he been bati by some guns, some goons, and he survived. And Zell is known, Zell, will, Zell ready to go at any moment. Well, Santana saw his man stand up for him and let it be known that he could stand up for himself. And this is what I knew. Just throw the whole internet away. Take a look. You see what type of nigga we dealing with right now? Pull up to your headquarters. 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 Niggas is in the streets. I want to meet in the road. Yo, headquarters. Nigga, what the fuck is somebody meeting you at your headquarters for? That's the problem. See, I think I'm starting to think that maybe this is your aesthetic. You do the fake internet shit. And then you and you sit in a room full of motherfucking cameras and try to make a bitch crash out. You know, that's like, we from the hood. Oh, yeah, that's like we tell the bitch, uh-huh, come in my house. Come in my house, because I can do whatever I want to. I mean, you don't have to, me and you can meet, we, we, we want to meet you outside. I want to meet you outside. I don't want to pull up to no motherfucking headquarters, bitch. Corporate ass nigga. I don't want to pull up to no motherfucking headquarters. I want to meet you in the club. I want to meet you in the field. I want to meet you in the streets. I want to see you outside. Let's get active. Headquarters. And I don't want to keep even pressing that we get on. We from the hood. Because we corporate too. We corporate too. Don't get it wrong. Bitches is cashing nice checks out this bitch. But we all know your motherfucking headquarters is giving 911. What's your emergency? Bitch, no. We're not doing that. We want to see you out the door. Outside in the motherfucking field, bitch. Fuck is you chatting about? Fuck is you talking about, bitch? Body man, bitch ass nigga. Nobody not pulling up to no motherfucking headquarters. Think this bitch work for McDonald's or something. Stop motherfucking playing with me, bitch. We want to see you out the door. In the streets, in the field, in the streets, in the club. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere, we'll, let, 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 let's get it on. Bitch, that's what the fuck we want to do. Bitch, and after I beat you, I'm going to fuck you in your ass because you a bitch-ass nigga. That's what we do to you. You always motherfucking pressing a BBL, fag. Bitch, you sit on your thick ass. Bitch, you a, I got a BBL, bitch, and you a BBW. That's what you do. You big, you big, you a big black woman. That's what you, what you is. Sitting on that motherfucking couch, chatting your motherfucking gums all motherfucking day. Popping shit like a hoe.
I, you always talking about a BBL, but you sitting on your thick ass all day. You a motherfucking stallion to me, bitch. Actually, you're a motherfucking bull. You fucking blimp, bitch. Who the fuck is you playing with? I don't, I got a fucking head <laughs> You're a clown. You a clown. You a joke, nigga. You a joke. And you talking with so much aggression and hostility behind a computer for a nigga that we don't see in public. I got to stop. I, got, I can't keep playing with you. Okay, this is going to be a very educational moment for everybody. Don't argue with gay people. Just don't. Don't. I'm telling you, we are raised up. We go to gay school where they give us a rainbow reading book. Y'all heard of reading rainbow, right? Okay, well, your reading rainbow is LeVar Burton standing there saying, I can fly in the sky. Our reading rainbow is check a bitch from the top to the bottom and let that ho lay that hoe out. <laughs> And all gays have it. We are trained from birth, from our gay birth through your gay canals to get to you this way. That right there was what we call a read. And I'm sorry, academics, you know, I love the interview. I had a great time with you. He read your ass with Phil. Literally your ass. Because he said he was going to fuck you. <laughs> See, this is new for academics because I'm sure he's gotten into it with lots of male. He's gotten into it with lots of rappers. Mm -hmm. This is the first time a rapper told him he was going to fight him and then fuck him. And so because of all the battiness, it, 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 and, and I didn't get homophobic sitting with academics. I, I thought you were very comfortable with me and maybe because I wasn't trying to fuck you. But this touched a part of your spirit that just, I understand, I feel the pain. Since all this back and forth happened, academics showing him motion for the first time, I think, by shedding tears over the beef with Santana, claiming that he don't want to get canceled but there's a whole lot of stuff he wanted to say. Take a look. I'm not trying to get canceled to fuck up what we got going on. I'm never Please, trying to. Dang. I'm never trying to get canceled. Say the wrong thing. I know what we got going on. I love it. I'm trying not to get canceled, but this shit does bother me. This nigga dead ass too. Like y'all. Oh man. Yeah, I tried to lighten put it, it like, up. But, yo, yeah. chat. Just put it oh. like this. Bro, with everything we've talked about, bro, I've never cared about. I don't care what rapper got at me, bro, ever. But like, really, there's certain shit I've always, I really don't fuck with in my life, and I would never do. But like, I gotta sit here and act like I know I'm in, I'm in America. I gotta sit here and just act like I don't fuck with certain shit. I would never like it. My nigga's so angry right now, he would have cried. That was the first time we've seen academics be emotional. Now, I don't like seeing anybody emotional, but if you're going to go that hard on Carisha, you got to go that hard on Saucy. You got to lay Saucy ass out. I'd have been like, let me tell you something, you fat, overglazed, colorful, candy-coated, night-looking bitch. Not, I would have said that because I love Santana, but I'm just, I'm giving you a read for free. Just take that and go. I'm just saying, right? You Lee press on nail ass bitch. I would have got his song lyrics out of, but then you would have got annihilated. <laughs> I mean, you know, you would have got annihilated. You were supposed to give Santana that same energy, cause you came for Carisha hard. Okay, you came for Carisha hard. You 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 said that she was a side chick. Diddy ain't gonna do nothing. Ain't gonna do anything. 
So now you got to keep that same energy. But I also understand why you didn't want to keep that same energy because you you absolutely would have been canceled had you called him what you wanted to. And you wanted to call him a faggot. Now, let's be clear. In our community, we use the word faggot. Fag, faggot. And the difference between a gay person and a faggot, just for educational purposes, and I think Santana said something about this too. In our community, there's faggots, those messy-ass, late-ass queens that sit in their rooms on their shows doing shit that nobody cares about. I'm not going to say their names. Those are faggots, okay? People who just messy for no reason, just ain't got no reason other than to be messy, okay? Their whole existence is based off just being a faggot. We call them that. Calling a gay person a faggot is a slur because every gay person is not a faggot, Right? I know you're going to figure that out later. I can fly high in the sky. Reading Rainbow. But Saucy Santana wasn't being a faggot. He was being a whole ass ninja. Calling you out for calling out his friend. And he challenged you. And then you got emotional. Because you weren't emotional that he disrespected you. You were emotional, in my opinion, because he disrespected you and you couldn't react to it the way you wanted to without consequences. And that's the thing about this job, right, with this. See, I do a lot of things that I know there are consequences to doing, but I'm ready to accept them all. And when I cross the line, I apologize. This would have been a great opportunity for you to go either all the way on Saucy or just apologize to Carisha. But you stood on what you said to Carisha, but you won't stand on what you want to say to Saucy. Now, Saucy saw your emotional response, and this is what he said as a result of you crying. The fan said, so you are limited in your vocab that you can't respond without being homophobic. The thing is, no one is asking for a response. The request was to meet them outside, and Saucy said, yeah, he wanted to meet you outside. Now, this to me was the thing that spoke volumes. Queen Latifah entered the chat. Now, y'all know the queen don't like mess, don't comment on mess. She's not into gossip. She follows Hollywood on lockdown, and she follows me. But she's not into gossip. She actually posted this on... I I ain't gonna lie. I had to text her when I saw this. Because I... I, Were you a hat, girl? This is what Queen Latifah posted on her Instagram. She reposted a post from Maizan, the general, and he had posted something that said, it's crazy to me how... DJ Academics is crying scared to say anything to Saucy Santana because he's a gay man and he's scared of getting canceled, but has said some of the most outlandish, vile, disrespectful, and demeaning things to black women with absolutely no fear whatsoever. Brings me back to Malcolm X's quote, the most disrespected, unprotected, and neglected person in America is the black woman. Okay, let me be clear on why I showed that. One, because Queen Latifah posted that. She don't never get in the mess, and the queen... She she's she ran you now ain't nobody gonna disrespect the queen. I can tell you right now, ain't nobody academics ain't gonna say nothing about Queen Latifah. She gonna get the pass because there's too many people that turn too many dials that respect Queen Latifah and all of what she's contributed to the culture for over 30 years because that's how long we've known each other. But I will say he disrespects more than just black women, though. In all fairness, the ac- academics comes for everybody. We know that. That's what he does. And this is why I'm so sick of the hip hop shit because when you get in this hip hop shit, this is the if you do this about Taylor Lautner or Taylor Swift, you're gonna have the Swifty store and glitter at you. You know what I mean? You ain't gonna have people want to pull up and beat you at your establishment. This was a lot academics. Um, I don't know how you're gonna bounce back from this, but I killed the queen and did fine. I'm sure you'll figure it out. Or just meet them outside. How about that? You and Santana, let Santana take his nails off. Y'all put the gloves on and just beat each other down. 
No pun intended. Who's your money on? Who are you putting your money on if they get in the streets? Hold on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not putting my money on anybody. I don't want to. I don't want to support any violence. I want everybody to get along. Mm. And Santana's coming to the show. What do you think about all that? Do you think academics was wrong? Do you think Santana was wrong? Santana's right. And you and Santana need to create a course to give people a PhD on a read. No. Nope. I ain't going to do it because I got to save my readings for my own. I learned my readings from a black woman, actually. My grandmother, Maybell Tanner. Yes, she had a slave name, <laughs> Maybell Tanner. She would read us all for Phil. That's where we all, all my cousins, we all are the same. They could all have their own shows, their own platforms. Shout out to all the Tanners, all the Rose, all of y'all back home, uh, the Gaines. Y'all know my family. We all are readers. Period. And when I say back home, meaning back home, my domicile, my main place of living, because I have a home there now, too. How about, ooh, wait, 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 where's that? Where's that? All right. Good luck, at Good luck, Saucy. We'll be watching. And damn, you called her a hoe, though. Now, I love I love Carisha and I love JT. His criticism of their career is fair if that's what he believes. Calling them mm -hmm. hoes and side chicks and this and that. And you know, we recently had Blueface on the uh, on the show where he said that Megan the Stallion sucked him up like corn on the cob at a fair. That doesn't make her a hoe. And even if it does, didn't she rap about a a a, a hot girl summer? Mm -hmm. And didn't they say they were city girls? Mm -hmm. They stand on what you rap about. If you are a hoe and if you do have weak knees from being a savage. And from popping that pussy, own it, claim it, get some money out of it, and keep it pushing. Like, you can't get offended based on a person's assessment of who you say you are in your music. I'm not saying you're a hoe, Carisha, but if you are a hoe, do what hoes do and get the bag. Okay, bye. All right, uh, the game is in the news. Now, first of all, his daughter, Callie, is all grown up. This girl is getting old. And shout out to the game. Somebody been writing on your face. All right. Well, look, while we all know that the game, you know, is who he is based on his rap career and all the success he's had and going viral after viral after viral, he since has been laying low and focused on parenting. We haven't seen much of him on the Internet. Well, he's the father of 19-year-old Harlem, 16-year-old King, and 13-year-old Callie. Let me show you a photo of all his children. All the damn kids is cute, and they all look like him. Okay, well, around Halloween, the game opened up about what it's like raising a teenage daughter, and he admitted that he finally allowed her to pick out her own costume. Now, the rapper's 43 years old, and he's the father of three years. As I said, he took to his Instagram to not only show off her costume, but share a lengthy message, and this was the costume. She went as a Dallas cowgirl. I'm assuming it's Dallas. I, yes, I know sports, and yes, she's a girl, and yes, it's there are no cows, but it's the football. I know what it is, okay? Well... The game posted this about her outfit. He said, happy Halloween or whatever. I don't know what I did, but the good Lord is really paying me back through my only daughter. I love this girl with all my heart. She is my world as and as tall, beautiful, and as smart as she is. I miss my little baby who had a lisp and couldn't dance to save her life. Laughing my ass off. She makes straight A's, heavy on the straight. So this is her first Halloween. I allowed her to pick out her own costume, and she went straight to Fashion Nova with her mom's card and no hesitation. LOL. She kept it cute, but I still low-key want to fight somebody. I just don't know who. And someone tell me, tell her we are a 49er household. To all the fathers with beautiful daughters, I feel your pain. 
first of all, that was a Fashion Nova ad. So shout out to Richard because I know he cashed out. Where is it at? Let me find it. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. We know Richard cashed out at Fashion Nova for that. But um, Game is a girl's dad. He's a girl dad. And girl dads love their daughters hard and their daughters love them hard and we've seen their relationship over the years and i've seen people online be just straight idiots trying to make something out of their relationship that there's something inappropriate because he kisses her she kisses him she loves him that's his daughter a lot of you that haven't had fathers in your life don't know what having a dad or girl dad relationship looks like because girl your dad left your mama and you ain't seen him since girl your dad over there with your uncle his roommate you don't know what a girl-dad relationship looks like. And so some of you have tried to sexualize this relationship between him and his daughter. And it's annoyed me because I'm like, damn, you want a guy to be in his daughter's life. But then if he's in her life, showing her affection, showing her the way that a man should treat a woman or a young girl, then there's something wrong with it. So I, that's between you and all of your therapeutical situations. I'm telling you, I know the game. And I know his love for his children, and I just have never seen that the way. Well, Game and his daughter received a lot of mixed reactions in the comments. And this is what one fan said. One fan said, she's 13 but looks 19. Please stop that. She's a straight-A student and a good girl. This is too much. Another one said, looks cute for a 16 or 17-year-old, not a 13-year-old. Another one said, so because she's made straight A's, you allow her to dress at an age that isn't appropriate? Don't get upset when she starts getting piped down at that age either. Another fan said, all fun and games till you have to protect your daughter from the men you used to act like while simultaneously subconsciously shaming her into not being like the women you used to use. Life is funny. I think it's inappropriate to say pipe down when you're talking about 13 year old. So you actually were trying to check him for what you were doing. Uh, it's sick and I don't see anything wrong with it. Do you? No. If anything, when I was all the 12 and 13 year old girls and myself included, we were just in oversized like SpongeBob t-shirts and braces. So I just feel like she just looks in the face older too, but she's beautiful. And like, she just had a little crop top. If anything, I see babies at the playground by my house in like little crop tops. Like they put newborns in crop tops. It now, was Halloween. That wasn't where she was going no. on the weekend. That's not how yeah. she was dressing every day. That was Halloween and it was a costume. People, mm-mm. And I like I like how the game is writing it and like making a joke out of it and saying like pray for me. I think it's cute. I like. I think there again. should be some kind of tool on Instagram that like makes the comment light up if you don't take care of your kids, but you leave comments on how other people should, because we all know that a lot of people online that have opinions about what people shouldn't be doing mm -hmm. are people who aren't doing it. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't let my daughter wear that outfit though. I'm not shaming him for his decision because again we all reserve our own rights. I personally. I want my daughter to be a bad bitch. Like, I want it, but not at 13. Like, I want my daughter to be a bad bitch and know she's a bad bitch, but like, not at 13. Um, I wouldn't let my daughter wear that, but I'm not mad at him for letting his daughter wear that. And I also know the game is very protective of his children. So I don't see him saying, okay, wear that Fashion Nova outfit and good luck. Bye. Mm -mm. He probably went trick or treating with her if she even mm -hmm. went trick or treating. And maybe it was just for a photo shoot for Instagram. Do we know that she actually went anywhere? And maybe she'll grow up and be a Dallas cowgirl. Could that not be her aspiration? And isn't that amazing that she's honoring uh, cheerleaders in the NFL when half of y'all were kneeling with cap and can't wait to go to the Super Bowl? Bye. You know why I like waving the stories away? Because it reminds me of my childhood watching Bewitched. We have magic Watch, powers. put it back up, Johnny. Watch. Remember in Bewitched when she would winkle her nose and it would disappear? Mm. Watch this. 
Mm. Oh my God, I feel like a bewitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Khloe Kardashian and Lil Nas X have pissed people off. By the way, this is not Khloe Kardashian. She used to be a fat, chunky slob hanging with a bunch of black girls as their pimp, and she they were her, her hoes. And now she's a, a black girl. Halloween and pissed off so many people off. The game's daughter ain't the only person who pissed everybody off, okay? So did they. Now, Khloe Kardashian and Lil Nas X were uh, on a list of celebrities who offended everybody. Now, Khloe was called out for seemingly blackfishing, which is where you're white, but you blackfish, try to dress up and look black, whatever that is. And Lil Nas X was called out for being a gay man seemingly attacking womanhood because he dressed up like a tampon, a bloody one at that. Okay, let's take a look first at Khloe Kardashian. Now, she and her sister Kim Kardashian dressed up as brat dolls along with two other besties, Natalie and Olivia. Don't know them like that. Apparently, they got a lot of followers, whatever. Let's look. This is it. Okay, now, this is Khloe. I'm going to start with a compliment and then I'm going in for the kill, okay? First of all, Body is banging. Body is nice. Paid for, but nice. Chloe, put the picture back up. Those lips, not yours. Fucking everything, not yours, okay? I don't understand why and where they believe it's okay to continue to be like us. Now, were the Bratz dolls black? They were all different colors. I think she's Yasmin, who's the black. Spanish. Yeah, one was black. But I think she's being Yasmin, who was the Spanish brats, but it's still weird. And they did have silicone lips. Her, no, I girls. know that, which is crazy. Wild. I saw that. Now, let me show you another one of all four of the girls together. Now, this was all the... Now, there's one of them was black. Which one was supposed to be black? In the blue. Mm -hmm. You know, the thing about it was, if there was a video... Do we have a video? Show the video. Show the video if we have a video with them in the car. It's interesting how you can take your black lips off and wipe the black bronze off, but you want to be us, you want to look like us, but you want to take it off and put it on when you want to. Um, I don't even think you'd think of it like that because you're so busy making money that that's all that matters. You're rewarded for that type of weird shit. Um, what'd you think about it? First of all, the picture alone doesn't even give brats, period. It doesn't even give brats to what me. What does it give? I thought they were clueless at first, which I know Kim and North were, but like the lit, it was just wild. To me, it was just a flop. And also, I don't get why celebrities have to have like 10 makeup, I mean, costume changes and be like 18 different things for Halloween. Because they want us to post it all. I guess. It's so weird. Yeah. Chloe, I don't get. And I know we're on, not at Little Nas yet, but his, I understand. I liked his outfit. Now, listen, a lot of people saw Chloe's skin and had a lot to say about it being 10 times darker than usual. Let me share with the fans here because they called her out. Girl, I thought this was a random black woman. Girl, who the hell is this? You're not even recognizable. No one's going to talk about her skin being 10 times darker. Black fishing, period. Why are you so brown? You'll love doing blackface. Uh, girl, what in the entire fuck? Where did this melanin come from? Look. Remember back in the day, Kim and Chloe's younger sister Kylie got called out for black fishing just months ago in August when she debuted her own Bratz collection. This is, uh, let me show you and I'll talk over it. Kylie Jenner is a sicko. Laughing my ass off, sis literally skimmed off the top of the entire black girl aesthetic and is getting a Bratz collection that's not even based off her natural features. I guess if it just brings in money, who cares? Now, Lil Nas X, 
he had people calling him out for attacking women for dressing up as a bloody tampon coming out of a hairy <laughs> vagina. Look. So that's him coming out of the vagina behind. He's a bloody tampon. Not the string attached. He had the comment section going crazy, and this is what some of you had to say. Menstruation is serious and affects some of us terribly, but continue to not be funny. But if a straight man dressed in some gay costume, the alphabet community would try to cancel. He's disrespecting where he came from. Like, why have genitalia as a prop for your costume? It's the hatred of women for me. Mocking the image of a woman when God has made woman is in his image. Pray for Lil Nas X. That's gross as fuck. This is weird. A grown man dressing up as a used tampon is not giving mentally stable. There's nothing funny about this. It's actually extremely insensitive to women. Is it? Was that an over exaggerate? I mean, I'm asking. I don't know. No, to me, I don't see nothing wrong with it. Literally, that's so weird. Like, if a woman dressed up as a ball sack, nobody would be like, oh my God, you're attacking men. Like, it's just so weird. I thought it was funny. I love the bloody wig. I love the labias. We didn't show that, but the hairy labias and him like popping out of it. He said, period, literally. Period. Yeah, period. Period. I think it's funny. I don't know if it's the fact that see, I think if it was a straight man being a tampon, then they would also have an issue with it. Cause they just hate Lil Nas always wearing like heels and nails. But I like, thought it was creative and too. I don't see it as the same thing as this. This I saw black fishing for sure, but they've been doing it. Kim is now the official skims partner for the NBA. So now more black men's dick are gonna be wrapped around <laughs> Kim Kardashian than ever before. Technically, right? Yeah. Kim said, how I get all the dicks? How I get all the dicks without getting them? That right there. Skims. I mean, I'm not mad at her boobs. She's a boss, whatever. But um, I don't understand the backlash for this. I thought it was mm -hmm. creative. It was messy. It was nasty. But it was whatever. Yeah. Stretch. I mean, y'all missed the Krishan Rock interview. Let me do a plug right here where she said Blue pulled up on her when what? Watch this. I was scared to fuck Blue because... I know, and why did you have six? six? It wasn't that. It was just like you just she was can't like Rashawn. I said I'm still bleeding. I said you want bloody pussy blue. He's like on oh, crib. I'm like, Wait, can we stop there? A crib wanting bloody pussy. That's too much. The crib and blood. <laughs> this is what Lil Nas had to say about y'all being mad about his bloody tampon. I've been silent for nearly two years. Y'all are not finna pretend to be mad about a tampon costume. Let me at least get new music out first. <laughs> I look, I'm standing with you, Nas, but whatever. I'm over this. Bye. All right, so look, we got something I'm going to just sound off on really quick. Uh, Joe Budden was pressed by Caesar's brother. Now, Caesar is the guy who's, I'll say, alleged. Allegedly. Scammer who got DJ NVR and all types of shit. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. If you haven't watched it or don't know what I'm talking about, go to YouTube right now, put in DJ Envy, and it's all going to pop up because of this guy. We talked about it on the last podcast where I said that this guy now has been locked up and out on bond because he got DJ Envy and a whole scamming thing. They're calling him Real Estate Rico. Well, Caesar's brother pressed Joe Budden. Remember, Joe Budden had a lot to say on his podcast about Caesar. We don't know what's going on with him because he's looking, the feds are looking at, it, at what he has going on and may, you know, send him to prison forever. Well, what I would tell you is that Caesar's brother ran into Joe Budden, who was out with a female. This is what happened. That's Joe Budden? You see the word. What up, man? Pizza, pizza, what's up? 
What's up? Joe Buttons? What's up, Buttons? What's up, Pizza Pizza? Now, a lot of people are pressing his brother because they're saying you shouldn't sound like Mickey Mouse trying to press anybody in the streets. But, you know, you remember when I was at lunch and somebody ran up on me when I was eating too at the sushi restaurant? Y'all going to get tired of running up on people because you never know what could happen. That could have went all the way left. First of all, a lot of people in the comments were saying that that wasn't Joe's girlfriend. Joe's girlfriend actually went live and posted this. Good morning, y'all. I just came on here quickly to address all the things that you guys have been tagging me in and commenting on my page, sending me DMs about. That is our friend. Y'all got to stop dogging her in them comments. Literally, she's been on the pod several times. Like, we all go out together. We chill. Like, that's not bad. I do appreciate that y'all looking out. Okay? But y'all know me. If it was something, I wouldn't still be in Houston. I'd have been in Jersey already. And y'all would have heard about it. <laughs> Stop calling my baby a cheater. The fuck? So... Just wanted to post that really quick to clear up things because people were saying Joe was cheating on his girlfriend who he's in a public relationship with and clearly that, that's not true. Let me say this. To Caesar's brother, your brother is an alleged scammer. Your brother has gotten a lot of people in trouble and your brother went out and used a public platform like The Breakfast Club and his relationship with Envy to get people to give them their hard-earned money. And as a result, got caught up in what people are now saying is a RICO Rico activity, the scam, and now he's being held accountable. And you mad at Joe Budden for having an opinion? You need to be mad at your brother. I ain't seen DJ da uh, DJ Damage, DJ Envy run down on on your brother after he got his good name out here looking like shit. You ain't ran down on Tony the Closer, and Tony the Closer is the one that's been closing the casket on your brother since it started. And you running down on somebody in public that could have defended themselves because he should have stood his ground. Now, I don't know that New Jersey is a stand-your-ground state, but my point is, is you're running down on the wrong person. Run down on your brother. Your brother don't look like he run much anyway. Because remember, he like 400 pounds. I'm not fat shaming, just calling it for what it is. Bati boy. I just think that you're, you're running down on the wrong person and the person that needs to be held accountable is your brother. I love how Joe handled the situation. I hope none of you expected Joe to fight that man. That is not his job. When we give our opinions right here, me, Charlemagne, him, whoever, academics, don't run down on us in the streets because there's consequences for that. I tell you, I'm a citizen. I'm going to put you in prison. But I love that Joe handled that responsibly, put the woman in there. You know, he didn't run. He walked. You know what I mean? And you didn't follow him. What? He walked. He didn't run. He shuffled. But either way, I think Joe handled that responsibly. And I don't understand this running down on people when you have a problem. Now, with Saucy Santana, was a little different. Had a little, I mean, academics, you, you and Saucy was a little mush. But for this one, Joe just laughed and made it a joke. I mean, I have to go back. Well, I haven't watched all the things. You know, maybe Joe was a little hard or whatever. But running down on people, I mean, run down on the plug twice. Don't run down on the people who talk on the mic twice. Okay? That's it. All right, that's the show. Do you do you care about any of that? Mm -mm. Okay. Thoughts and prayers. Is today's generation too sensitive or are we just more informed than ever before? Because every time we log in online, someone is being criticized and on the verge of being canceled. In most instances, they deserve it. But in other situations, the critics are indeed overly sensitive. In the case of Lil Nas X and his bloody tampon, which was a Halloween costume, 
which was really gross as fuck. It was actually more comedic than offensive. Perhaps people are still holding on to that viral trans TikToker who spoke out about periods and no one knows how to educate and move on. And again, sometimes we're just a little too sensitive. Now, when it comes to Chloe's Bratz doll costume, we can clearly see where all the criticism is coming from because that family does have a checker pass when it comes to cultural appropriation and fetishism. I mean, you do remember Kim Kardashian created the box braids, right? But you already knew that. Whether or not you want to give Coco a pass for Halloween or if you truly believe she's innocent or not. We all saw how offended people got with the many black fishy comments. Were the critics too sensitive or just speaking facts? How about the game and his 13-year-old daughter showing off her midriff for Halloween? Although people feel entitled to parent other people's kids because they're posted online, you really have nothing to say about that. Just like Joe did with his wife's decision to join OnlyFans. I mean, she said he left her no choice. How can you leave your partner to fend for themselves and then cry about their means of survival? Like academics, who was shedding tears while trying to survive cancel culture. Although his comments became sexist and homophobic, are we mad at a critic giving criticism? So as long as it's not offensive, I mean, this is why Beyonce's mama spilling the beans about her being a biatch backstage. Because if she were to give a lackluster performance or let her dancers miss a count, y'all would be eating her up and asking for a refund. I told y'all that earlier. I'll say it if nobody else is going to say it. Y'all too damn sensitive sometimes. Let's just learn to lighten up and enjoy life and pull the I'm offended card only when necessary. Like you're going to be offended that I'm done with this show. <laughs> This is it for that episode that y'all been looking for. The Jason Lee Podcast is on its way out. Until then, make sure that you tune in with us and follow us on all social media, Hollywood Unlocked, The Jason Lee Show, on our personal socials. And make sure that you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, that you hit the notification bell, that you look for everything that we're doing because we're doing numbers, numbers over there. On the next episode, we have... Omarion. So excited to be able to bring you an episode from one of my friends of years, years, years. My first time having him on one of my shows, so look forward to that. And uh, make sure that you're following us everywhere we stream, okay? You guys, we're out. Until then, peace. The Jason Lee Podcast.